Hello everyone, this is Will Brogan from Commercial Truck Training welcoming you to the latest edition of our Extra Mile podcast. Today is a very special episode. It's another interview with our Ken Taylor interviewing by phone Keith Couch of Rush Truck Centers in Colorado. Keith came to one of Ken's early seminars at the beginning of this century and didn't want to be there. So you're going to hear that story and a bunch of other great insights from Keith over this first of two parts of this interview. They went on for about 45 minutes, so we've decided to break it up into two parts. This is part one with Ken and Keith Couch. Uh, hi, everybody. This is uh, the Extra Mile podcast uh, for the commercial truck industry. A very special guest with us today. We have uh, Keith Couch with the uh, Rush Truck Center in Greeley, Colorado. Uh, probably, I would have to say, my uh, best friend in this whole part of the industry for sure. Uh, <laughs> Keith, great to have you on today. Thank you, Ken. Um, it's, uh, like I always say, when I, if I need a new idea, I want to bounce something off, Keith is my go-to guy. <laughs> he, uh, uh, he's just a pleasure. He's an incredible uh, sales guy, incredible person at the same time. And his wife, Kelly, happens to be one of the top realtors in the state of Colorado, and, uh, and also he married way above himself. So <laughs> Yeah, they uh, outkicked my coverage, that's for sure. <laughs> I like it now, you outkicked your coverage. Well, Keith, are you ready to get started? Yes, absolutely. Oh, super. Uh, well, actually, the kind of the first question, uh, you and I met at one of my really early seminars I was doing for General Motors uh, when it was still called Business Central. And uh, it's kind of interesting. As I remember, you really didn't want to be there. Could you kind of share that story with the group? Uh, yeah. Um long story short, the owner of the company, uh, I, I had told all of us that we needed to go to this two-day training on Thursday, Friday uh, for GM in Denver. And, uh, of course, I was straight commission at the time, and I thought, you know, I'm straight commission. I'll decide how I spend my time. So the night before, the Wednesday night, I'm at my desk, and he walks, Lee Yoder, the owner of Well Kenny Garage, one of the owners, walks in and says, hey, we're going to see you tomorrow morning, right, for that training. And I said, yeah, yeah, sure. And thinking, no, nah, I'm not going to go. Got a case of the guilties when I got home, thinking, I just told the owner I'd be there and then I'm not going to go. So I showed up, uh, didn't bring really anything to write with, didn't bring anything to write on, and really didn't care what Ken Taylor had to say because I'd heard it all before um, until I got there. And about the first half of the day, I kind of started listening. And the second half of the day, I started taking notes. The second day, I think I sat in the front row and really paid attention. And uh, then probably, I think, Ken, it was about six to eight weeks later, we had kind of kept in touch. Yes. Talked about what works, what didn't, and everything. And I think I finally called you one day and said, okay, I'm in. I buy, I'll bite. Hook, line, and sinker. I'll take the whole thing. You tell me how this works. I'll implement it 100%, I promise you, and uh, I guess, uh, for lack of a better way of putting it, the rest is history, but it was probably definitely two days that changed my life, which I'm sure many other people that go to your boot camp now uh, would say the same thing, but uh, that must have been back in about 2001 or two. Yeah. Somewhere so, uh, back in there. Around 2002. Yeah, and... Uh, it's changed my life. 
So uh, thank you for that. Uh, well, thank you. You have been one incredible student and uh, even a better friend. So really, really appreciate Well, I just do what I'm told. <laughs> just uh, do what I'm told. Kelly, Kelly has taught you well. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she has. I'm trainable. <laughs> uh, uh, well, Keith, uh, you know, you sold everything from light duty all the way up to Class A, and uh, do you see any difference in those two markets, you know, from the Class A right up to the big rigs? Yeah, definitely. I think you and I have spoken about it, and uh, I have had the opportunity to sell everything from uh, cars all the way up to Class 8 and even some bigger stuff than Class 8. Um, and there is definitely a difference. Um, if you're selling cars or kind of selling more on the retail side of things, I think if you show up at a dealership and you show up to work to work and get after it and uh, do what you need to do and get your training and, and really go after it hard, you know, and kind of work bell to bell six days a week, within a year or about a year, you should kind of have a self-sustaining business. It should kind of start feeding on itself. If you're in the medium duty or the commercial light duty world, do the same steps. It's it's about two years to really get things feeding on itself. And if you're in the class eight or the uh, above 33,000 GVW market, um, it's about a three-year process. So kind of the bigger bigger ticket items you get to, the longer it takes you to get established. And then I would imagine, you know, if you're doing something bigger than a Class 8 truck, such as a Peterbilt like I do, um, you, you're probably three years plus to get established. Wow. wow. Um, great information because I think a lot of people, you know, jump into that, the, you know, the, the Class 8 the, uh, arena and think something's going to happen right away. And you yeah, and I both no, have it, it doesn't. No. It and most doesn't. Class 8 dealers will say, okay, you're going to be a new salesman, we'll bring you in here, we'll put you on a six-month guarantee, but then you got to sink or swim after that. That's not yeah. enough time. It's no. just not. I mean, I started with Rush Truck Centers, and um, it was a six-month deal, and then we talked about it and got another six months. Um, but it was a 12-month uh, kind of base, and I thought, oh, well, I'll blast past it within 12 months. Well, I worked my fanny off, and it was it was almost three years, and I was doing the right things. I called you several times to say, what am I doing yeah. wrong here? And we weren't doing anything wrong. It just <laughs> takes longer. Just takes yeah, longer. oh, I remember those calls. I talked you off the, yeah. uh, off the ledge a few times. Yeah, so, keep me away from sharp it. objects. So how's it worked out for you? Uh, very well. This has been uh, the best place I've ever worked. Um, it's been the most lucrative. Um, I enjoy the people. Uh, the The customers are much the the bigger you go in the equipment, the more educated the customers get as well. Um, probably some of my favorite customers to work with are the medium duty customers because they just know they're building widgets and they need to get them from A to B. And they walk in and they just say, "Tell me what I need. This is what I want to do." And so they're very inquisitive. Um, the lighter duty tend to act on emotion. The heavier duty tend to know exactly what they want, and they'll tell you what you want. So you got to do a lot more listening in the heavy duty world. Oh, very good point. Very good point. Do you think they they ever test you to see what you know? Absolutely. 
they will test you. And if you give them the, you can give them the wrong answer once, you give them the wrong answer twice, and you're pretty much done. Um, it's okay not to know it all. You can't know it all. Just say, if you don't know, just say, I don't know, but I will find out. And that's how you learn as well. Oh, very good. You know, and, and that's such great advice for everybody listening, especially the young guys who are listening. You know, a lot of new people getting into this business, and uh, they have to know it's not, you know, it's not like a dealership where they're spending, you know, five, $600 per unit sold to drive traffic in the store. You know, you've got to get out there and make it happen. And with that in mind, uh, what, uh, describe, uh, actually two things. Describe your typical week early on when you first got in to Rush Truck Centers and describe kind of, uh, if, has that changed at all as far well as your weekly routine uh, in the present? Um, I don't think there was a huge change from my times at, at Rush Truck Center because I kind of plan out my week on Saturday or Sunday and uh, get in there on Monday and try to stick to my schedule. But, you know, the minute you have contact with customers, your schedule is going to change um, and things can do and will change. But then what I try to do is every evening plan out my day for the next day. And I do find that that makes a huge difference in lining out my day as to as opposed to even showing up in the morning and saying, okay, I need to line out my day. It's always better to do it the night before. Yes, so really good. that's probably the biggest thing that I do um, that kind of helps keep me on track. Cool. Oh, great advice. I mean, and, and, and you know, sticking to that plan, we see so many guys that come into the dealership and then think, okay, what am I going to do today? And usually it's busy work. You know, they don't get out the door. They don't, yeah. you know, plan the time with those clients. So that's so important. Well, Keith, you know, I, I love, um, you are a persistent individual, and I love the story about the guy who asked you, <laughs> what will it take to stop you from bothering me? And could you share that with the listeners? Yeah, that was a long time ago. I was at Well County Garage trying to get going. And uh, that was right when the Duramax diesel first came out in the light-duty pickups. And so I would go to the office, grab one, and I'd take off and go make sales calls in it. Um, and so the big thing about that is it's new in an Allison transmission, and it was really quiet. Um, and at the time, by far the quietest diesel. Now they're all quiet, but at the time that was the quiet one. So I would park like in an industrial area or light industrial where you have, you know, a bunch of different offices in an area, and I'd just let it sit there and run. And then I'd go see a customer or, or start making my cold calls and work my way around. And when, every time I come back, um, there would be a group of people sitting there wanting to talk about that. Well, one of these guys um, I started calling on. At the time, it was uh, called Mail Welding. And uh, Mike Mail was the owner, and... So I kept stopping in and seeing him and kept stopping. He was a Ford fleet at the time, and we were GMC. So finally one day he looks at me, rocks back in his chair, and he says, what the blank do I got to do to get you to quit stopping in here? <laughs> I said, well, Mike, I tell you what, you buy one truck from me. If I don't meet or exceed your expectations, I'll never stop in again. I'll leave you alone. I promise you that. He says, well, you know what? He says, we just need a little bean can parts runner pickup, just a regular cab, short bed, two-wheel drive, 
just a key, a stick, and a heater. That's all we need. I said, okay. So I sold him one. Obviously, those aren't much profit margin, but I sold him one. Um, met and exceeded his expectations, uh, followed up like I was supposed to. I think that's what surprised him. Um, and from then on, I think we probably wound up selling him close to 120, 130 units by the time I my <laughs> tenure at Wilson Garage was over. So Wow. So, yeah, it, it turned out, and he also turned out to be a good friend. His wife passed away. Um, I wound up getting an invitation to, to come to her funeral, and he since got remarried. And, again, um, my wife and I both were invited to his his wedding. So it's just amazing how you meet people. You don't know if that person, the next person you're going to run into, or could turn into be one of your best friends. You just don't know. You just got to keep going. Yeah, it's such a great story. When What I love about that story is you, you turned him into a friend. And yeah. you know, I, always, I always say this is a relationship business, and you're the epitome of that. I mean, you know, the things you do, which we'll talk about a little bit later, you know, and how you really take care of your clients and nurture those clients, is, and that follow-up is absolutely key. If you were giving advice to a brand-new person who said, you know, I want to get into the commercial vehicle business, what would your advice be to a, a brand-new salesperson? Um, probably, you know, you're obviously going to have to start in the office and kind of getting used to the commercial truck manager, kind of the people, the, the dealership, and kind of how things work. But shortly thereafter, what you need to do is uh, go see people. Get out, get out of the dealership, get out from behind the desk, go see people, get involved in an association. Um, and with that association, they always need help on the membership committee. Um, this is something I learned, obviously, from Ken Taylor. Um, and that's giving the fox the keys to the hen house because they always want help on the membership committee. And then you, you have all kinds of access to other commercial builders and, and everything else. Um, get in the flow with people. Go to things. Um, always have your cards with you. And probably the biggest thing is, is as you start selling trucks, uh, follow up, follow up, follow up, because nobody else follows up. And one thing, probably the single biggest thing I learned over the years that I still use to this day is if somebody comes in, for example, where I'm at now, wants to look at a Peterbilt, drive one, check it out, and then let's say they wind up buying a Kenworth. I still follow up with them as if they bought a Peterbilt because the Kenworth guy's not. And I have now that I've been at Rush about five years, I've got people coming back to me saying, yeah, I think I want a Peterbilt because, you know, I did buy that Kenworth, but I haven't heard anything from them since. And, uh, you know, you've checked in with me to make sure it's working okay. Is everything all right? Is there anything you can do for me? So I want a Peterbilt this round. So that is probably the single biggest thing, I think, over oh, 20 some, almost 30 years of selling trucks that I have learned is follow up even if they don't buy from you. Once you touch them, you own them. Uh, that's great advice. Wow. That's, uh, uh, and for, for you new and experienced guys, if you're not doing that, uh, right. th it's just amazing. And that's, a, that's what we call a hidden gem, uh, and we really appreciate you bringing that up. I, I and it's, uh, it's hard to do when you lose a sale to call the guy back and just say, hey, I'm just calling to see how, how your new truck's doing. 
is there anything it needs, you know? And obviously in the Class 8 tech world, it's, we've got shops. They're always going to need to be in a shop for some reason or another. So, and, you know, offer your mobile service and say, hey, I, I'll be your point of contact. You know, you have a breakdown or have any issues, you let me know. We'll get somebody out there right away. It just gives them a peace of mind that somebody who's not following up with them can't give them. Oh, absolutely. Wow. Incredible advice, that is for sure. Uh, quick question, and uh, it's, uh, I, I kind of know the answer, but I think everybody needs to hear this. You've done a, a, an absolutely incredible job regarding uh, social media, and in particular YouTube. Uh, could you share with uh, the listeners a little bit about what you do and, and some of the results you've got? Um, I'm not I'm not a computer genius or anything like that, but I finally I saw some other guys on the internet doing walk around videos on some trucks, and I thought, well, I can do that too, and just kind of go over it, uh, not as the expert, but just say, hey, this is what we have, and not to say, do you want it? Do you want to buy it? Here's your price, anything like that. It's just going over it and just explaining and showing them. Uh, the difference in axles, the difference in suspensions, you know, things like that. Um, I used to use my phone. Um, and then I would get home in the evenings and get on my Wi-Fi, and I'd just upload it. And people started asking questions. And so I would reply back to them. Some questions I didn't know, so I'd find the answer, and then I'd get back to them. And it's incredible. I'm up to almost 3,000 subscribers, which isn't much wow. on YouTube. Wow. But for me, I thought, <laughs> I didn't know there were 3,000 people out there that wanted to hear anything I had to say, but it's just very interesting, and I uh, I got a hello last Saturday, uh, I was working at home, and it popped up, it says hello from the Netherlands, you know, so people all over the world are watching these things and asking questions, <laughs> and it's amazing uh, how many trucks we're starting to sell off of YouTube, and it goes back to, they sent in a uh, a comment on your video and you replied to it and a lot of them if they want to go farther and they want to know pricing I say you, you have to, I'm not putting pricing on YouTube I, I say you email me personally here's my email address we can discuss pricing and anything else so then it moves it to more of a prospect and then we can continue on a on a personal level via email or phone call or both so it's just amazing. I've got guys I've sold off YouTube from uh, from Greeley, Colorado, all the way to Seattle, Washington, and Seattle, Connecticut, um, Boston. Uh, and you know, like you said, a guy will fly all the way across country for a commercial vehicle. Probably won't for a retail one, but he will for a commercial one. Absolutely! Wow, that is incredible, Keith. <laughs> it, it is, and. I kept waiting for the right time to do it. I needed to study up more on YouTube, and I needed to do this. And I, need, and I finally, one day, I had some time. I said, I'm just going to start. And I think it goes back to you know a lot of books I've read, like from Andy Andrews and others. It's just start. Just do something. It may not be right, but you can adjust on the fly, and you can correct it. So it was just, just start. Just take action. Wow. Great advice. Yeah. Yeah, I think so many, so often people are waiting for everything to be perfect, and that day seldom comes. It never does. Uh, well, very, very good. Awesome. Well, thanks for sharing that with me because, you know, you've had such great success, and 
And people assume that you, know, you have to be a YouTube expert or you have to you know, read all these books and do all these things. And I think you're looking fruit. You just have to take action you, you, and, and be sincere. Mm -hmm. you know, what I love about your videos, you know, um, you're, uh, you come across as just a, you know, a solid, honest, regular guy, and, and that's what they want. I mean, you know, they're not after a radio announcer. You know, they're after. I had one guy tell me he appreciated my videos because I didn't edit them and they weren't polished. They weren't professional because I've been wanting to do an intro and an outro and kind of do all this. And the guy said, no, no, no just talk. He said, I love your videos because you just talk. And sometimes you'll back up and say, oops, I was wrong. This is this. He goes, you don't edit it out. You just back up and say, sorry, I was wrong. So unpolished is fine. That's okay. Oh, absolutely. And I'm still I learning YouTube. I, I don't understand it all, but I'm learning. Well, it's uh, you've done a great job, and, and I agree with you. And, and we give the same advice to our clients. I said, look, just be you because they're buying a truck, but they're also buying you. Uh, they're Correct. not buying a, a radio announcer. They're not buying a movie star. They're buying a person who knows the truck and is sincere and cares. Mm -hmm. I agree. We certainly hope you enjoyed the first half of that interview between Ken and Keith Couch and look forward to posting the second part of that interview coming up in just a few days right here on the Extra Mile Podcast. Thank you so much for listening.